0: Hello, and welcome to the second episode of What If Wednesdays. I am your host, Menhel Yunus, and joining me today are William Wofford and Robin Alyssa Peterson. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's hit it. Hey guys, how are you? Good. Hi, good. How's everyone
1: doing today?
2: Pretty good. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. It's a great day. A lot of production, a lot of Trek going on, you know, Trek yesterday, Trek today, Trek tomorrow, you know, and now we're going to go over the hype. High- you know the theories and hypotheses and if that's a word of what if wednesdays because i love what if this you know what, robin i think this is our first what if wednesday yes is it been... well and i, I know
2: no, it's mine. No, no, yeah no, we have yeah. Yeah, and and we had one episode yeah,
0: yeah yeah we've had one episode before this right that's right yeah so, yeah. so yay
1: thanks for having yeah. us
0: here man. no problem, no problem. it's always great to see you guys honestly like and i want to Uh, Let you have your space to kind of explore some of these questions that I have for you today Uh, just to uh, reiterate and uh, see if we can uh, get some interest here going. Please remember to like subscribe and comment on our videos. Uh, We're in the discord app. We have anchor. We have Facebook, of course, our YouTube channel. Uh, Please at us. Let us know (coughs) what you're thinking, what you're feeling about all this stuff. Thanks for joining us today. So the format just to quickly go over. uh, I will do a round table where I will throw a what if possibility from the Star Trek Canon and Ooh. ask you mm-hmm, and see what you feel the consequences of this particular change will be to that universe. What do you say, guys?
1: I feel like we're on jeopardy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, it.
0: yeah. It should be it should be fun. Um hey. The first question that I'll let. Let's go. Okay, are you guys ready to get started? Yes. Okay, so the first one Mm -hmm. that we have is, and I'll put it on the screen and then I'll I'll prompt you each to give me your initial reactions and then we can start to discuss them. The first question I have for you is, what if Kes had never left Voyager? Dang! Oh. I'll throw to William first. Wow. Go ahead, William.
1: I <clears throat> well okay. I can think of this in two ways. If Kess was, if Seven had never came off the ship, and Kess was never had never evolved to her um, place, which they the writers used as an excuse to get her off the ship, um, without killing her, um. But it, but we got to remember the time backwards, Picard esque episode that she, that Kes had, where we saw her future, her possible future. Yes, um, she became a mother and a grandmother, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Um, I believe yep. uh, Tom was her husband, and Harry was her son-in-law. I think. So that was in that possible future. So if that happened, yes, um, Jane Wee and Bolana would still be alive. Um, Seven probably would have never boarded the ship, or some aspect, because you know, for whatever writer's reason. So I think Kes would have lived on and became that. Um, Mother and then had her um, daughter and grandson um, in the process. That's Mm -hmm. what I think would have happened, but in a different set of circumstantial events, like the the captain would have never died, Year of Hell would have happened a little bit differently, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because because, the final thing, we also got to take into account that the only reason that um, Janeway was able to avert Year of Hell in the first place was because um, if you really think about it, Kess went back and told the captain everything that she experienced during her back travel episode. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that so that's what I think would have happened. I think she would have lived up lived out her day the rest of her days on Voyager. and that's that. Robin.
2: So I agree with Will here. I think that the biggest change made to Voyager is that year of hell. Just kind of doesn't happen because, as you said, the whole thing that it's predicated on is going back to tell Janeway, you know, about, you know, what happened and how they experienced that year. So I know, and I believe this is probably apocrypha, but Year of Hell is, was originally intended to be a season-long art.
0: William mentioned that. William mentioned that once, and I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I think so it's very hard to kind of so I can see a world where with Kess still on the ship and no seven and obviously again, seven out of nine, nine just doesn't exist on the show because there's no need to replace a character with a female character with another female character. Right.
1: Um
2: one that's a, a Borg. Um <clears throat> so i can see like this longer form story happening you know with year of hell maybe things are a little bit different but maybe the conclusion is you know not as settled as we get in that ep- in that two parter also i do kind of think that her it's kind of hard to say right because part of it is that this is predicated on like Kess actually gets some very some more development, right? Which could possibly be true. A lot a lot of times, Star Trek characters like Bashir, you know, doesn't become, I think, fully formed until the last really couple of seasons to DS9. So there's no telling, you know, where they could have taken that character going forward and how their stories could have touched. I do like the idea that, you know, she becomes a mother. And I also like the idea that she kind of becomes of this, you know, of this little surrogate family that they make on the ship. Um, so I, I like it. I like this one because it doesn't completely change the ending of Voyager, right? Like I can still see a world where at the end they get back to the series, they get back to Earth in a similar manner that they do, but they're just but they're now bringing Cass along and her family, and then you know, and there's you know someone who has firsthand was born in the Delta Quadrant, actually, in you know <laughs> you know the Alpha interacting with alpha quadrant species and things like that and it's a it's good because it doesn't completely change the fabric of the entire series of voyager which i like william william
1: i pretty much echo that like i actually agree because it's like if you think about it it's like the more things change the more they stay the same they would have still made it Mm -hmm. home in the end um Mm -hmm. well like um, even with Prodigy coming out, we're finding out that the protostar it, where they are is like located between the Alpha and the Delta Quadrant area. Like not as mm-hmm. not too deep in the Delta, not too deep in the Alpha. But okay. we see different species, which means that there's a substory that we didn't take into account. You know, just like with the doctor's co- um, um, hologram copy story, you know, there's a lot yeah. of different things that could mm-hmm. happen, um, which I hope we see the EMH in Discovery, by the way. But But to come back to the question. Um, I do believe that they would have still made it home. Um, I do not believe Kess would have lived to see Earth. I don't think that. I I don't. I don't. I don't think she would have, um, because by the time that time travel episode happened, she was a grandmother, and at that point, it 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 wasn't even a full seven years yet. You know, it it was like four or <laughs> five. Right, right. One. She's short lived. Right. And when she came back, because we gotta remember, Kess did come back for one episode, and now I ch- kind of on the back burner of my brain choose not to think about that episode. I think it was just an excuse just to see her again. Um, but because it's like, how are you gonna have her hmm. turn into a into a goddess pr- pretty much, and then she comes back as a decrepit cripple. Um, Dementiated old woman who doesn't remember what happened literally mm. two years. Ago. Like, how, how? what What did you, you literally just messed up Cass's character and that, that's a personal opinion. So, wow, I'm, so I'm speaking about this theory from the perspective that that did not happen, that will mm. not happen. But at the end of the day, she will mm. age because Ocampans do not live that long. So no, I don't think, I think her children and grandchildren would have lived to see Earth. I don't think she would have. Just, just like, and honestly, um her and Neelix, even though their breakup scene was never it was filmed, but it was never aired, um, they Ooh. probably would have um, gotten right. back together and Ooh. um Neelix probably would have never left Voyager and he would actually be on that ship home to Earth if you think about it if he reconciled with Kess. Because mm. the whole reason he left Voyager was because he, he he found he, he pretty much got a girlfriend. So <laughs> um that's what I think what would happen. Bob it. um, well, it's like, it's like yes
2: and no, yes and no. Well, it's like, so, I oh. agree, I agree with you. I don't, so they did prove in Voyager that the Akambai live longer, can live longer. Mm-hmm. So, I do think we would get to Earth. I'm not saying she, you know, she lived to be, you know, a thousand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I mean, it could be, it could be like, um, what's, what is Saru, Saru's species in, um, Discovery? Kelpian,
0: Kelpian, Kind
1: of like, maybe it's kind of a Discovery thing where you, where she, and I mean that in the literal sense of the word, um, where she finds out, oh, I can live longer. And maybe that is the case, you know, maybe it is, I don't know, because, because I, you know, and that's some lore to explore, but anyway, go ahead, Robin, yeah.
2: No, no, no. I, I agree with you mostly. I in I think the most interesting part of that is you would get, you know, kind of a group or a family of a compite living in the Alpha Quadrant, right? So there's this whole well of stories and that you can go to in other series, right? Be cool, like what about a compite in Starfleet? You know, how do yeah. you do that? How do you talk about relations going forward into the Delta Quadrant? Do they do they try to get some of these species who are on that border? You know, do they try to do trade or you know, however, however that happens. And are those in our Kess's descendants the leaders of that because they have firsthand knowledge or from Kess about that. Um, and right. obviously the other Cast of Voyager too, they would be involved as well. However, like I said, I just with Kes, the thing is I don't you would have some interesting avenues to go, but it just her impact as it is on the story. I don't know if it like has that really interesting ripple effect yeah, where yeah. like, oh, yeah. this change, this change, right? Like if you remove Picard, for example, right? That'd be different. You have That'd no Wolf different. 359, that's sure. yeah. different. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so.
0: All right, yeah. well, I'm gonna get on this and uh, just uh, pop in my little, the first thing that occurs to me if Kes leaves, or sorry, doesn't leave, my bad. Is that um, you could explore? I I would say that Kess, in addition to seven of nine, because if you don't get seven of nine, and Kess is exploring her like powers, then going through Borg space at that point in the Delta Quadrant becomes trickier and different. So that's why right, she,
1: she would have never whooshed them. That's right. She would.
0: That's right. She mm-hmm. just Deus ex machina them past ten thousand light years. Just mm-hmm. boom.
2: yeah.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. I did not think of that. So you wouldn't have had the associations that the Borg. They, the Borg were just like they just popped out of space here and then landed here. They like just spent another
1: year in Borg space. Yeah. And that. Oh, would but have but been then again,
2: it's Star Trek. Another another whoosh exists. Like they would have died right. Yeah.
0: There's always a whoosh. Yeah.
2: There's always so that, a whoosh.
0: <laughs> that's all I would have. Uh, I would have put to that is that it, it complicates that. But I would have liked to have had both of them there. And uh, I think that that would uh, have been a very interesting. It's a situation. shame they didn't
1: really meet other than in Sick bay. And even then, it was for like all of two seconds. Yeah, there's a small yeah.
0: overlap there. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to keep this moving, guys. That was great. Okay. I'm really happy with some of that. And mostly <laughs> uh, that? the non me Not yeah. some of that. He said some no, of that. <laughs> some of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't,
2: some of that. Like, oh, okay. saying,
0: <laughs> I think that uh, the actor choice to yeah just some uh the actor choice to like let her go off of the way that they did that and politicize i i really dislike that so for me i think of them as characters rather than as actors and like what the consequences of the actors would have been because i don't like that and um so i think about oh cast the character left and and not the actress so i I don't like that i
2: mean yeah because if you go in that like there's stuff that's come out where like jerry ryan really got like the short end of that stick Right, like Kate Mulgrew and I love Kate Mulgrew, but she did not treat Gary Ryan. Let's be real, the they had a cat, me. they had multiple cat fights on
1: set and Harry. Um I'm sorry, um the actor's name, Lord Mercy. What is it? What is it? Um Harry's actor's name. I'm sorry. Um, oh. Garrett um, Wang. Thank you, Here. thank you. Come on, come on, come on. So he's pretty much the baby of the show, and he admitted that at a panel. And oftentimes he would be in tears watching them. Excuse me, watching them fight, and he would keep that. He kept that to himself. Like Jerry never knew that. Like he would always like you know man up and then walk around the corner (laughs) then. And 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 it's just like oh my god you were like twenty four back then I want to hug you right now. And so it just makes you feel so so bad for them. And and you know what? And I'll, I'll say this, and then I'll pass it on to Robin, who I believe will have a more and um, better viewpoint than my than mine. I think that it is mainly the producer's fault and the writer's fault.
2: Oh, definitely. This
1: because this has nothing to do with. Um, I mean, it's uh, the the clash between Kate and Jerry were were the result. The result, yeah. not the catalyst. It was the result. Oh, where the let's... catalyst was, hey, let's put this woman in a cat suit and make her the sex icon. Let's do yeah. that. Okay? I'll, I'll yeah. be honest. They did They did that to Marina Sirtis and TNG, but not to the extent that they did Seven. Mm-hmm. They put her in a suit that she literally could not breathe in. She hated wearing that Borg suit each time. Even when they did Saturday Night Season 7, they, they she, she had to wear it one more time. You know? And she had to like lose like ten pounds just to fit in it, and it was the exact same one. And so, um, so that clash was like the result. And I think I think it's like, um, the way all the, it all happened and not it being done properly, all this stuff is sexist Mm -hmm. as hell, in my opinion. And and I just can't. No, I mean like,
2: that's part of what came out in recent years, right? Like Kate Mulgrew eventually was like yeah i was it wasn't i realized coming to terms with this like it wasn't jerry's fault right but she felt threatened right her position on the show felt threatened because you have she's like why is this younger woman coming in why are they having her you know in a cat suit why younger, don't they blonde skinny,
1: like yeah. all of that
2: yeah, it's like why don't they think that young boys can look up to someone like me why do they feel like for that Kind of audience like they need to throw someone in a cat suit <laughs> you know she felt very insulted and you know again we need to move on so i'm not, I'm not was... gonna belabor the point no <laughs> it's
0: all good listen but, it's, yeah. really good, it's authentic i wanted i wanted and I then like
1: and then to 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 home in on that with the last point before we move to our third question is if you think about it um children bored children came on the ship anyway and did not look up to janeway they looked up to seven so it's like a double doozy right okay it's just like not only do do I not get like a young male figure to look up to me now it's like they gotta look up to her but in a, in the sense um now um mogu is kind of getting what she asked for in prodigy so
0: okay uh
1: you guys as, ready for far as, the as, as far as like someone looking up to her that's not like this casted sex icon these are teenagers you know of course of course like I'm what, gonna, each I'm other gonna...
0: what yeah yeah go ahead I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to keep it moving. Thank you. Thank you, guys. No, I know there's a lot there. I didn't realize the, that we were plumbing such depth uh, on on Kess. But I guess, yeah, a lot of people have things to say about uh, Voyager and how it was done. And the last thing I'll say on that is uh, it's a product of the times. There, there, there's context oh, there that you just oh, yeah. can't do right. And so now at least maybe hopefully we'll get
2: yeah, something absolutely.
0: better. Yeah. Right. I mean, so it's my- a
2: better thing for FTP, you
0: know? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. right? Stuff yes, is born yes, out of the ashes absolutely. of
1: File transfer protocol, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought you were talking about fight the patriarchy.
1: We are. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Marie. Anyway, all right. No. Go. <laughs> My next question <laughs> come, comes to us from Robin, actually. Oh, you got a question? Her question, The Terran, what if the Terran Empire conquered the Prime timeline? I'm very fascinated with her uh, thinking on this and what she's developed uh, in this thinking. So, Robin, please tell us what were you thinking with this question?
2: So <clears throat> so we all know that the Terrans are completely dominate completely dominate their universe up until the d s nine era, right? And then we we don't know quite what happened, I believe, in the text, but we do but we do know that at some point, the Klingons, Bajorans, and Rose up and were able to kind of squish that. So I love little Karen awesome. symbol. Yeah.
0: I got Hoshi too. I got Hoshi. <gasps> like is like she is the
1: ancestor of um of Emperor Jojo, right? Right, right.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Cause that would have made sense. Like right. okay. So it's a
0: family line. That's cool. I look for those, yeah. yeah, to see like yeah, yeah. yeah, so, okay. okay, they they infiltrate our universe and they take it over?
2: Yeah, so around, so at the height, so I was thinking, so I'm thinking TOS series, right? They okay. have their crossover event with Kirk and um, Spock and everything. And then they decide, you know what? We want that. <laughs> so I, I mean, like you can go so many different directions with this, right? You can yes. go in a direction where, like, well, what if every event happened, but just with Terrans, right? So, what would happen with the Dominion? What would happen to the Borg? Or, you know, or that, or you can go, what new what new threats come arise, right? How do the Klingons react to a completely dominant terror, um, Terran Empire, mm-hmm. and then what kind of reaction does that have on the other side of the multiverse where you have an entire empire empire just dominating a double one, you know so there are just too many ways you can take this
1: we need dr strange in on this like um because now we're because now we're talking about one um because if you've side note if you watch um not wandavision but um Loki, if you watch Loki, the season finale, this kind of alludes to that. It's like Mm -hmm. they they kept the universes separate because of that reason. What Mm. if one universe conquers another, then conquers another? I believe there was a what if scenario where um, Ultron got all seven Infinity Stones and conquered every universe. Yes. And then he's lonely. Mm -hmm. I I think it was something like that. So that's why they at at all costs, they they have to be um, separated. So that's where I think it would go. I actually have a theory about how and when they would conquer the Prime Universe. Ooh. Um, I think that, um, I i don't think it would've, ha- all right, hear me out. I don't think it would've happened during the regular Terran Empire. I think it would've happened at the end when um, the Klingons and the Kharassians and everything, they banded together and they took over Terrans and made them slaves. I think, um Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Wait, hold on! Hold on! Ahead, <laughs> I <ahead>. think this <laughs> seems wrong going. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the thing with humanity is, all it takes is one good spark of hope, and they and they will do whatever they have to do, um, to well survive, live, and then thrive. Well, mm-hmm. there was a moment, a brief moment in the first um, mirror universe mm-hmm. episode of d Space Nine, where um. <clears throat> Sheer and Kira um, thought they were in their prime universe. They were not. And they almost spoke about the wormhole. They almost spoke about it. Now you gotta remember, that same more, more wormhole was used to even cross there in the first place. So they had to shut up about it. Because if they didn't, they would have followed him right back, like um Smiley would have found a way mm-hmm. and, and found his way in the back of that thing. He would have grabbed the shuttle, went back, went back and forth, went back and forth. That would have literally been their underground railroad. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They would have came in, used their old Terran ideals, took over that alpha part. I so that
2: is such a good point across it. Cause, cause, that, cause so that's everything
1: the way to escape slavery.
2: Everything happens in the 21st century. So it's perfect, right? You can, again, like I said, you can do the, well, cause now we actually have had, we have the same history as the original series up until the dominion war. So now you have, well, how are the Dominion going to react to Terrans? How, once the Terrans are on I side, what the hell are they going to do with that wormhole? Right? like. How, cross galaxy conquering what if they do what the dominion how could what if they did a bigger better dominion right mm-hmm. and in our universe we know the klingons and earth are aligned at least in gen- ooh why
1: it just opens a whole door you know
2: because where i was thinking i cuz where i thought you were going originally i thought you were saying so you kept my point of crossover that i thought in the tos and then you have okay. kind of like a, a kimera records but cross multiverses so everyone knows that there's other universe out there
1: Ooh, right I think that's what interact, I think that's what like, would happen in the end I think that's what would yeah. happen in the very end mm-hmm. because before you can even have the kit record records of multiverses there has mm-hmm. to be that battle that conquering thing first so I think I think that would have your point would happen before mine would even come to fruition. So I think that I think no way. Orman will first. There'd be the fight. Then there'd be then there'd be the you know like undiscovered country. Well, you know. So mm-hmm. anyway. So yeah, I, I did not think about that. I did not think about that. I
2: think
0: that that's pretty valid, actually. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, okay. I'm just
0: gonna throw my two cents in uh, here about the Terran Empire. Um, there are a few moments where I think that they could have successfully conquered them. Now, one thing I will point out is one of the reasons that Smiley brought uh, Cisco back was to create the Defiant because the technology wasn't at the same level. They didn't have the Federation to play off of. Mm. So the Cardassians and uh, Klingons, they had it. But they were still because they were so infighting, their technology had sort of stagnated. They hadn't like or or they haven't encountered the Romulans in, in a certain way, although I do believe that they were at the revolution meeting in in DS9 when they were like trying to rile up and Tuvok was there and stuff. And they were, and
2: mm-hmm. Bashir punched him in the
0: face. So they were there. So maybe like, I feel like some technologies haven't been discovered in the Terran empire, mm-hmm. even though they had the, the boost, you're right. Even though they had a boost. Uh, if they did take over or try to take over like other universes, there are existential threats still in their own universe, like the Borg, like uh, Species A four seven two, like the Dominion, mm-hmm. that are just waiting out there, kind of just, to, and Q, there's Q, right? So there's like all stuff yeah, that's native to that universe, right, still to be done. Um, and so I could see a lot of interplay where at the end of the series, it almost seems like the Terrans are rising up and becoming like good, like us, like they took the long way around
2: like the, the
0: revolution right but it's but i don't know if uh if you guys agree necessarily because it doesn't have to be um the case go ahead I
2: mean, I mean i definitely could see something like that happening right like you because we know that in again the original crossover episode you know just being in contact with spock that did spark at least a little bit of change in yes yes yeah right so i can totally see that happening right like yeah they can come across and conquer but then they start actually listening to humans like like picard gets in their ears or cisco gets in their ear right Mm -hmm. and they start getting these funny ideals about equality democracy working with your i totally can see that happening um and that and again that actually goes kind of in how our both me and will's points come kind of turn into right because my thing was we ended with the courts. Accords, um, but across the ends, yeah, yeah that's, ha- that's how they get to that point. They're changed by humanity. They're changed by our universe, right? So that's cool. Let's
1: it would have been nice if by the point of discovery, they had reached that Kittimura Accords, because um, mm-hmm. that would have been a beautiful, beautiful opening to different stories, but instead they split apart in the universes. Mm. So um I really don't have much for that because it's like
0: I kind of mirror everything that Robin had just said. So That's Okay. That's all right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it You're and like, uh hey, go package ahead, that man. up. Just... That I love that. Thank you so much, guys. That was uh was really interesting. Just the expounding and, and trying to lead that in different spaces. I love that we have uh we see these things in different ways and so we can see the trajectories in different ways and then by sort of uh, discussing them we can kind of reflect on uh, on the greater universe so I, I have one last question it's the golden question uh, Ooh, for today wow. yeah it's the big uh Ooh. the big stand I hope you enjoy it Ooh. it's a big kahuna let's do it <laughs> my What's golden that? question for today uh revolves around the episode the pegasus from TNG uh oh do you remember that episode
2: I do yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. The, the episode in TNG that just happened
1: to be the last episode of Enterprise. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the last
1: episode y'all, of y'all Enterprise? Did, y'all, y'all did know that, right? No. Wait,
0: is, is right. that, is the last episode of Enterprise? Is that supposed
2: to be him from the Pegasus? Oh my That's God. That's right. you didn't
0: know that? You're right. You're right. You're right. That's right, why
2: right, I don't right. like Enterprise, y'all.
0: He goes back and forth to Troy and they talk about him making a moral decision. Yes. That's yeah, why
2: I, that's why I don't like Enterprise, y'all.
1: What is wrong with you? What? I, a, I, I know a... Jermaine sees is in my face right now.
0: Like, yeah. He...
2: Like...
0: <laughs> so it's uh, yes, I am that, that's very true. That is very true. That in that episode in the last episode of Enterprise it revolves around Riker being in a holodeck, and then going back and forth and playing the chef on Enterprise. Uh, wondering how they were, because he wanted to know about making a moral. Going to Admiral Pressman uh, about this because he had had his conversation with Picard, and he didn't know. And Troy was counseling them. They're visibly older and stuff, but it's fine. So my question from that episode is: Okay, after the Pegasus, uh, what would have happened? What if the Federation developed a joint science team with the Romulans? To mass produce the phasing technology from that episode. This very unique technology. Hmm. I think they already did. What do you mean?
1: They didn't hand that cloaking device over to the DeFi for no reason.
2: Mm. It wasn't
1: a phasing cloaking device, but it was still a cloaking device it at the end of the day. Still. Yeah. So I think, I- yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Robin. Don't take it away. Like
2: No, I just like straight up, you just, you have, at that point you have Romulans as like a part straight up of the Federation. Like, uh-huh. they're just uh-huh. like and, oh, and, and I will say that you, you won't have it in a place really where like, I, I think they'll, their strength blow up or at least it's not, not as devastating to the well, Romulans. It, 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 it would
1: have blown. It, well, well.
2: It, uh,
1: uh, uh, okay. Okay. Things, the
2: disaster would have happened, but it wouldn't be devastating because they have that technology. That they, they have the technology. To, to yeah.
1: Yeah. But so. you. But but we also gotta take into account that this would also affect the relationship with the Klingons as well.
2: Oh, Unless the Klingons would have revoked the Kettmerkroids
1: immediately. <laughs> like, immediately. I'm, I,
2: immediately.
1: I believe technologically they would have been superior. Um, because, like, yeah, Romulans are a bunch of jerks, but they're not, they're, they, they do have some technology. They have a, a freaking quantum singularity as their power source. <laughs> like, Klingons are, they're smart, you know, we've learned that there are smart ones, but for the most part, they're warriors, and they just love glory. You know, th- that's what they like, right? I feel like we're cool. straying from the question. But um, (laughs) I really do. Um, I'm going to read the question one more time. (laughs) After Pegasus, the Federation developed joint science teams with the Romulans to mass produce phasing technology. If they're going to do that, Section Thirty-One is all over that. It's just all over that, without question. It's really, really, yeah, yeah. all up in the sauce. Just all over the sauce. Section Thirty-One. But me personally, I think it was done already. I think it already happened. I, I think. I think the Pegasus was a was a um, Section 31 thing in the first place, between Section 31 and the Tal Shiar? Really? I think that. Actually, you know I what? Really I, can know. Yeah,
2: right. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But they
1: needed a fall guy. They needed a fall guy, which had to mm-hmm. be Admiral Priceman. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, because I actually... Because the plan
1: doesn't work, there has to be a fall guy. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't actually. Well, because this is a little bit before they introduced Section Thirty-One, so maybe it, I, like I can't say like well, that's that was definitely their intention because.
1: Well, I think there was a there was a Section Thirty-One moment in, um, mm. in Enterprise and Discovery.
2: Okay.
1: Yes. So they no, oh, always... I'm not
2: talking. I'm not talking went. about in the timeline because we know that Section Thirty-One goes back. Oh,
1: you mean you mean in the story? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that it, makes sense. They would have never even thought of Section 31. No, it wasn't in. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah. again, it was there. if you go back and you retcon yeah. it, that it was always there. So,
2: okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, all
0: of I think so. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, uh, okay. So let's say they do develop this technology and at this point where you know they phase out so let me just throw up the by the way i wanted to point out this was also the same day that it was a uh, captain picard day in that episode oh. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> so we have uh, when we have, let's have
2: captain it picard, let's not give wow. the Picard writers any ideas <laughs>
0: this is the actual technology this is the screenshot of the technology it's who knows what this thing is based off of. Who knows who made it in secret? Maybe they were. The fact that you had both cloaking and phasing at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, our cloaking, it means that the Treaty of Algeron, Algeron, which is what originally stopped us from doing it, we either were working with the Klingons or the Romulans. They were the only other two known species that had cloaking out there in the open in that space. Yeah. So maybe this was, you know, their way. Maybe we created a phasing part of that technology because Section 31 was working with the Tal Shiar. And yes. there's a version of it in the Klingon one, but I can't remember their name of their secret police. Mm. They talk about it mm. in Dominion. DS9 one point. The, the Dominion be, never do
2: Romulans yeah. have phasing technology? Because I know that they, no. they don't use like... No, okay. They so. don't.
1: No, what they did was... Um, Pressman never really got into the details of it. But they yeah. just said that a bunch of high elites in, in, in the Federation got together with some secret scientists, and Pegasus was the. It was it was an experiment. We'll will admit it was an experiment. Mm-hmm. A yeah, experiment. An experiment. Well. Um, and they broke, but they had to break the treaty in order to make it happen. I don't think they broke nothing. I think they worked together, but that's neither here nor there. Right. And yeah. So um, they got into phasing technology, and honestly, that would have made them. Uh, not even arguably that would have made them the most superior um, power in the alpha quadrant alone, unless the board got their hands on it. And if it does, it's game over. It's game over. Mm-hmm. Cause you can't, you can't come back from that.
2: And I like, unless, I mean, like just proves that it that it was an experiment for this because like, this was after the board right? So we know the Federation is looking for new technologies specifically to fight the board, to yes. fight and protect themselves and Federation space against the board, we don't, so I, I don't think it's said much in the series, but the Romulans are probably thinking the same thing, right? They but if you to. have something that they, they absolutely have to, because that's, I believe straight up, that's the reason why they were so quick to sign the pact with the Dominion at the beginning of the Dominion War, because they were like, oh shit, like we don't want, we let's not get involved with this thing that the Federation seems to not like, like we can't stand up to that. So let let let's let's just...
1: Yeah. Side yeah. people
2: together. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: and we we also have to take into account that to add to Robin's point, there were mm-hmm. a couple of Romulans that were that ended up being assimilated that Chakotay found on that planet. Right. That came from that dead cube. You know? So um the the Romulans have just as much of a problem with the Borg as the Federation does. Now the Federation mm-hmm. is a more tempting target, but just like um, just like um, I think uh, Cisco was making a point to the Romulan ambassador, when the Dominion is done with the Federation, who are they going to go after next? When the Borg is done with the Federation, who are they going to go after who next? They
2: go
1: after? They're a swarm. That's what they do. So um, I think if they they get their hands on that, and they probably did, because we got to remember that. Um, speaking of phasing technology, I'll say this, and then we're going to go, then we're going to finish out. Um, uh, Janeway brought Admiral Janeway um, from the alternate future. Brought back mm-hmm. um, transphasic torpedoes, not quantum right. torpedoes. Transphasic. Trans- yeah. So who's to okay. say that something happened in between those two timelines where they needed transphasic torpedoes?
0: Maybe they did end up using uh-huh. that technology, and they yeah. needed it. She also specifically pointed out that that was to fight the Borg. In mm. which, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's wild.
2: Yeah, I and mean, it's a response to the. It's completely a. Talshiyar section 31. It sounds like it. <laughs> black Ops. For right? me, I,
0: I also think now that we have reconned what was happening at the time, you have mm. the, uh, the Zat Vash, the, the Romulan yeah. conspiracy, mm. uh, anti AI technology thing that was also maybe in charge of the Talshiyar. Like they were behind mm. the scenes, like moving at really high levels, even in the mm. Federation security, right? Like they were like, We have to ensure that no AI is really like taking over. So maybe they were maybe a part of them was just super anti-borg and was working with like other like why don't the Cardassians have cloaking technology? That bothers me.
2: You know I never understood
0: you You can take it even
2: further, right? You can go, how does this play into the to the burn? Right? Like you you can make that connection between Fight having this transverse phase technology, fighting the Borg. Then you have the the Jat Vash you know, in the Picard timeline, and then you have the Burn, and then all of a sudden, God, I sound like I need a little hat. God. <laughs> um, so it it all kind of connects into this one like super, and again, let me not, let me not, let me let, let, let me not, because we're gonna.
0: Go over. Say what are you saying? No, no, no. What do you mean? Mm.
2: You're saying it all connects. It, it's yes, yes. It. It's all. No, I get it.
0: it. I've yes. always uh, and I will. I will say this as a running thread throughout all of these podcasts. I think that the looming existential threat of the new AI from the Picard timeline is the new big bad. It's going to outshine the Borg. It's going to outshine everything. It's going to be now. If they bring that into Discovery, that would be epic that there's some, like, threat outside. Either it's a trans-dimensional, like it's outside of our dimension and working its way in, or transgalactic, and then it's got a Nikonian gate or something. Like, they have the ability to just pop in whenever they've been signaled. I still think they are the ones who sent V'ger. I still think that. <laughs> Good I still think that. I believe
2: it. No, it, it valid, it I think like, too much I like the theory that V'ger two is human hubris. I, I like that theory too much. I can't go there.
1: I'm sorry. It came from, a, Kirk said it himself, it came from like a city or a world of of technology, robot android people. Like He didn't really yeah.
0: specify. But I
2: really think that. I
0: really the think that. last point I really that know. I will throw in there, and I just want to point it out, I mentioned it before in the in the chat, was that um, we were given uh, a movie, Star Trek Insurrections, and uh one of the things that they tried to do was to move this huge not huge but a population off the planet and they used a hollow ship so if you can see what i'm seeing right now um this is a federation hollow ship which has been fitted with a cloaking device mm-hmm. now i'm just curious about your takes on that how did we have cloaking technology in star trek insurrections
1: this happened after um that the cloaking right, device right. was given to the um the divine so yeah and, and after oh. the pegasus so it's conceivable that the federation has always had cloaking technology always yeah. and that yeah. admiral was breaking rules out the water literally out the water anyway oh. so of course he would have access to technology he
2: wasn't supposed to mm.
0: um gotcha use
2: yeah I feel like part of the the picture that Picard is going to eventually paint, and I'm not saying this is for next series because we kind of know where next series is going, but part of the fuzzy picture where Picard is going to paint about this time period is that we are going to see this slow walking of the Romulans into the Federation, Klingon, you know, conglomerate, alpha, beta, quadrant thing. And like in our own world, in our own time, like, the initial overture to that, are technology, right? So it started with the cloaking device from the Defiant and the Pegasus. And then we have now the cloaked hollow ship, right? And then we're just going to get snowball into more and more and more and more and more. Now, where it gets clandestine and where it gets, like, ooh, we have Section 31 here and the are here. Again, it's, as you said, Manny, what force are they fighting, right? Like, what is, since the big, biggest overarching theme in modern Trek now is the transition of technology, right? What are they fighting and why are, and why were these, and why was the slow walking of the Romulans into the Federation-Klingon alliance necessary?
0: William. At, well, some, point, the,
1: at some point during Picard, the Romulans have to go to Vulcan anyway and create Navarre. That's all I got to say. At some point. And we may see that as an, and, and, and then we also have to keep in mind that at this point, Vul, um, Vulcan is still part of the Federation, which means the Romulans are about to become part of the Federation too.
2: Yep.
0: Interesting.
1: And that's, yep. that's how they would do it, which would, I feel mm-hmm. like, would add to um, the point that Robin had just made And
2: liked. then nicely, you know, a Romulan, you know, just kind of in the late 30th century after the burn goes, hey, what if we were not a part of that? Right. And then we have the dissolution of the Federation. And now <clears throat> one of the big reveals that I think we're going to get in Discovery, and this is so far off topic, is that, oh, what's her name, the main negotiator? Oh, what's her name?
1: Negotiator, really? The Got president?
2: Me. Not the president. The from Navarre. What's oh, her the name? president
1: of Navarre.
0: Oh, I forget her name. Tritt, Trine, yeah. um, Tarina, ter- yeah. Um, Tarina,
1: um, Tarina.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I think one of the biggest things is that we're going to find out about her is that she's part of the Talshiar, and I will stand part and I will stand by that.
1: She has heritage.
0: Yep. She seems sweet,
1: and and, really? and if they, and if they let and if they let a human into the Jat Vash, then
0: why not? Right? It could have been resolved, but I mean, the context is just so far in the future, you know. What I want to know what happens with the card, right? They've already like mentioned the synths, and like, mm. uh, you know, oh, they did this in the 20. 20- whatever 5th century with picard with the and android body yeah. right That's let's good. just access yeah. the file on the zafash and like let's access the file on section 31 and oh just by the way did you know all these secret societies were running mm-hmm. around like crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> so i i mean i get it i just i don't know what to say um i think that if the phasing technology was being secretly developed i mean it's hard for me to believe that after all this time, the Federation did this and borrowed all this technology, unless they had struck a deal. They still think in their hearts that they're the good guys. I will sometimes like I have a cousin who sometimes argues about the insidious nature oh, of the Federation, yeah. and uh, I think it would have been a ploy to bring the like. Uh, even uh, who was the bad guy in the DS Nine episode? The uh, he thought it was Valjean to. Uh, his, um, it was a Les Mis uh, parable, Uh, Eddington. Um, Yeah, yeah, Michael Eddington. Oh,
2: oh, oh, Eddington, yeah.
0: He's like, you want even Cardassia to take its, like, rightful place in the Federation. And, you know, so that's why you're, like, sending them these industrial, like, uh, replicators or whatever. I think that the Federation just pictures itself as this huge conglomerate, and no one leaves Paradise, and they wanted to make the, like, maybe they're striking deals all over the place just to as peace feelers and also to push the, like they want to be the dominant technological power and they got caught mm-hmm. with their hand in the cookie jar and the Romulans just showed up that day and they're like, we know exactly where to look. But we were just going to see, we, we want to grab this from you. Cause they always, they're, they're, they're not aggressive in the same way. They wait for other people to make a mistake and then they swoop in, they're defensive but they, they have maximum defense when they do it. They just show up in force. It would have made Uh, more sense if the Romulans had caused the burn, but we're not going to talk about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because I ain't gonna lie, I was pissed when I found that explanation. I was pissed. I was like the the
0: actual reason the Kelpian.
1: The the, the actual reason the Kelpian who who lost it. Bless his heart for losing. I lost my mother too, you know. But I was right there. I was literally right
0: there. I feel his pain. But damn. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, I mean he was He was being exposed to all this dilithium his whole life maybe it yeah, messed yeah. with them I,
1: I know the reason, it's a valid reason you know he born and raised there I get all that, it's just like that's what y'all chose? <laughs> yeah yeah, I get it it's a good reason, you know scientifically
0: <sighs> I guess, Is. the fact well, that you well, have this well, one then, person who can like affect subspace on this huge level this and then they're like, not a yeah. child? Yeah.
1: Like, it's just so crazy. this child cries one time and he can blow up half a galaxy in the process. Right. And uh, no, the time shift relativity, no Q, nothing. Okay. No one was there. No, no one's
0: showing up. Yeah.
1: None of now that.
2: all are making this timeline as complicated as the Doctor Who timeline. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how, well, I was weak too. <laughs>
0: Q don't I get it. A fuck.
2: Come on now. Yeah, Q don't, don't,
1: no, don't. don't say Q don't care. Don't say Q don't care now. We don't give
2: a shit.
0: We'll find out pretty soon. No, if Q no the Q continuum we'll might out. not, but
1: the Jean Delancey's Q will. Well, at least we'll find Picard
2: out. Picard died out. 800 years ago. Q don't give a shit.
1: We, man, Picard <laughs> might be a Q right now for all we know.
0: They could be, yeah. Uh, see? 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 Uh, we don't We us don't know. And they're mm-hmm. shooting all of those Picards back-to-back so that, you know, we can get as much in. Well, yeah, the God bless. Insane. You, you don't know how much you're going like to get from him. Yeah, shoot them all.
2: I am living I for, like, the, the Patrick Stewart John Delance
0: romance. Yeah.
2: I want that. Am
0: and I'm I'm I think someone, that. William, you mentioned that um, LeVar Burton didn't get tapped for the second season. He didn't. He didn't. No.
2: Did they now, it is back possible. It, it, it is possible
1: we back? will see Whoopi Goldberg come back. Yeah. That. Now, because um, he flat he asked her in a public setting, which you knew they kind of planned on the on the back end of it. Yeah. Um, they he Patrick Stewart asked Ruby Goldberg on the View to,
2: to come, come
1: in for the second season of Picard, and she said yes. Now you knew. Now I mean, now I'm like, you don't really do something as bold as that unless you talk about it in the in the background first. Oh yeah, they oh, they, like,
2: they had reached out to her, yeah. but yeah,
1: yeah. So we're gonna see her. We're gonna see. Who else are going to see? We, we're obviously going to see Q. Um, I'm sorry. I, I think LeVar Burton will make it to maybe season four or five. You know, we're going to see we're going to see them later on. That's what I believe. That's yeah. what I truly believe. There might I mean, not be. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah,
2: no, I, honestly, I was actually thinking we might see some DS9 people. Around.
0: I was going uh, to say they approached They approached Miles O'Brien. They approached yeah. the actor who plays did you he's see just that too
2: busy now, though. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's doing. A bunch I think he's of a movies.
1: professor at Starfleet, in the in mm-hmm. canon, yes. And yeah. And there's even a statue of him in
0: Lower Decks. Yes, as so, the, greatest, uh, the greatest. The greatest. Brave Wild
2: O'Brien. Ever.
0: Yeah, of course.
2: I All mean, hail Chief Engineer O'Brien.
1: <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, that is that that is pretty cool because he endured a lot. He did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's a pivotal. I mean, if, there's a what if, what if, what if. He didn't join DS9. You know?
1: They would oh. have never got that station working. They would have yeah. never got it working. Because he he combined Federation, Bajoran, and Cardassian technology there in the so Middle of the Dominion War while yeah. suffering three forms of PTSD. So... Yeah.
2: That yeah. station would be like a wreckage in on One of Bajor's yeah. nine moons. Like they, they would
1: have never found the wormhole.
2: <laughs> no, they would not have found the wormhole. They would not have found it. No, yeah. no,
1: no. Bashir would have been on there in the wilderness by his damn self. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, Bashir wouldn't have his husband. I mean... No.
0: None <laughs> of that. None of that. And then you don't get the stuff with Kaiwin and um, Miles' mm-hmm. wife, Keiko. Hey. and,
2: oh, and, and Kahn and... is actually not crazy in that universe. He's, He's not a cool guy. I said Golda Khan is not crazy in a universe oh. where Miles is not on DS9 because he just went back to Cardassia. You know what? And became a politician.
1: Now that I think about it, without Miles there, Bashir probably would have joined Section 31.
0: Yeah, I mean they I was actually recently been obsessively thinking about the episode where um they try to catch the um the green species, the Orion <sighs> Syndicate. I've been <laughs> playing that episode over in my head over and over again, and they catch them trying to set up the Romulans. Everyone took a break. I don't know what happened. Did we... no,
2: <laughs> Look at the did chat.
0: Look at the chat.
2: What did I
1: do? Jermaine literally just hushed hushed Robbie. Just put her on hush mode. No,
2: Girl, what? you are in
1: timeout. I know she's the baby of the family, come on,
2: No. come I he
1: all in the line? Why you do that? I'm sorry, guys. There's a there's we're in a chat room and we can see this all simultaneously. And our our trekkers delight dad just literally put Robin in hush mode. Like,
0: I can, I can
1: like I he said. just low key grounded her. He low key grounded ground her. Did
2: I not speak the truth?
1: Yes, he, girl, he he sent you away like wharfs in the way Alexander. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Take that's your behind so back, That's so <laughs> mean. That's, that's so mean. Like, that's but just here.
2: rude. It's because <sighs> I said that's oh, so rude. is Bathear's husband. I don't care about 3 <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Oh my God.
1: Oh today was a great episode, guys. Did you like it? it? Was wonderful. It was I'm wonderful. Trying. And and kudos to you, Mandy, for keeping us in line, keeping it in order. It's all and, good. You've done good with the time. We've actually made perfect time. Yeah. Um, like, and this is great. You know, oh it's like because we got into a lot and still had fun. Thank you so much. I'm, no problem. Thank you. You know Maybe what? Him. It doesn't have that to be 30 minutes, Jermaine, 30, 30 minutes, okay? Thank no. you. Be quiet. I'm sorry, guys. See, Jermaine is going on in the chat. Like,
0: of listen, course. Look,
1: look, hold on. Medi- Medi- look here.
0: It ain't got to be 30 minutes. It be one hour. I, every minutes. time we've said 30 minutes, it's meant one hour. That's what we meant. That's Thank what you we sh- you meant. What
2: yeah. you should yeah. do is you should say 15 minutes because then it'll time
0: actually be 30 minutes. Time, time moves slower. I'm sorry. I was afraid That's we that didn't that have enough content. I was... didn't know what we... Look, we have more
2: I than got enough. I put
0: on my tinfoil hat today. Okay. Nice. We were going. Nice. We were in it. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. And uh there was a lot there. I didn't and it went into a lot of places that I didn't expect. So I'm really happy to have the two of you um on this sort of thing because you know when we talk about these things, you never know. Uh we're start starting to get each each other a little bit better and we can start to reference a the things about those things. So for me, like DS9 you know, it plays a huge role in how I like see Star Trek. And I think of it as like, it doesn't really get the recognition. It doesn't really, so I tend to to ask those types of questions simply because I want to bring them to the fore. But this TNG episode with this golden question, this phasing and unfazing question, it really bothers me that they have these throwaway things in Star Trek sometimes, and it doesn't make sense in the canon, why isn't it not a larger part? And so conspiratorially, I think it's, sorry. The... Yeah
2: that's what makes it fun because clearly they had a plan for it right like it might not have been like our thing with like oh Romul, you know the are working with section 31 to, you know or whatever but they clearly had a plan for it a yeah. pattern for it to go to right there's there was clearly the writers had in their mind a Romulan Federation storyline where they worked together yeah. you know that's very apparent in the tide. So, and now we're getting that.
0: We're finally getting that yeah. in the later stuff. Yeah, you're seeing it in Picard. You're seeing it. Maybe we'll see it in Strange New Worlds. You never know.
1: Oh, I, will, I can't uh, believe Strange I will, I will say, so
0: good. To
1: Manny's earlier point, um, Deep Space Nine does not get the recognition it deserves. I love Marina Sirtis, but it kind of annoys me when she refers to Deep Space Nine as deep sleep. Um, and it it's it is wrong. It's not it, sleep. I. D Space Nine is quite literally the only Star Trek show that interconnects every single show. Every single yeah. one. Even as yeah. far as Prodigy. And that's because mm-hmm. through Janeway to Voyager to D Space Nine. It, it yeah. literally um Picard. We saw the Bajoran um tablet yeah. that was broken in pieces. Okay. Talk By that about point, that for a second. <laughs> yeah. Like it's Discovery. Like Discovery Good morning. Like yeah. there's so much. I'm hoping that they use that freaking wormhole in Discovery at some point, like as some sort of escape excuse on the season finale, you know, when their spore drive doesn't work, you know, something like that. Like,
2: <laughs> I, you know, my thing is Deep Space Nine is the richest Star Trek show in terms of lore, oh, yeah. right? All of the lore that we get is from DS9. I, I love me some TNG, like, hey. Give me some William Riker and that beard any day, yes. But for good theory mm-hmm. crafting, for good, like, what ifs, just DS9 is where you need to go, right? Very there's fair. stuff yeah. in the in TOS, there's stuff in TOG, TNG, there's stuff in Enterprise, there's stuff in Voyager, but it all connects to DS9.
0: I feel like so we never those. got uh, the vindication of, like, a DS9 movie or anything. Mm-hmm. And so, that's why I lament that way. William. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I I hope
1: they do something, because I've seen throughout um, a little bit of Picard and mostly Discovery where they keep nodding their head to Enterprise over and over and over again. So, what I'm hoping is that with Picard and ongoing seasons in the future of other Star Trek shows, they give more nods to D Space Nine, which would hopefully bring, um, if not a short film, a future feature-length film for Deep Space Nine because they need it,
0: they deserve it.
2: I think, I think that's hard and harder now. Like Avery Brooks is not going to come back to do a DSpace movie. He said that he would.
0: He said that he would. Jake uh, Sirach Lofton said that he had spoken to him.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So they that are kind very of close. A bit. Yeah, they, he, they are. They are quite close.
0: Yeah, it's his other and son. They, if you told him to come back, um, did you guys he, catch? He,
1: yeah, I, I I just saw something that Jermaine just put it in the chat that put in the chat.
0: It's the ah. next Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna wrap this up, guys. I'm going to say our goodbyes. I'm really happy that you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. If you've enjoyed this content, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit us up in our Discord app. Hit us on Anchor, on YouTube. Check us out. Let us know what you think, what kind of questions are you're interested in. Thank you so much to our guests today, Robin and William. Thank you for joining me today on What If Wednesdays. Thank you so much for being here and all of your wonderful stories. I can't wait to see you next time. And I hope to uh, try this again soon.
1: Bye
2: day